0: but then you add a can of tuna that you love eating and all of a sudden the dish feels bigger. Hi, this is Play Me A Recipe. I am La Baruch, the food editor at Food52. And also as of October 26th, I will be a cookbook author. The book is called Big Little Recipes, which is also the title of the column that I have been writing on Food52 since 2018. Just like the column, the book is all about recipes that have a ton of flavor and the tiniest ingredient list possible. So today we're going to be making a recipe from the book that is so simple, it seems like it doesn't need to be written down, and at the same time, so good you're just gonna wanna make it again and again. It is tuna avocado toast, aka the avocado toast that ruined me for all other avocado toasts. The recipe is linked in the show notes if you need to refer to it, but otherwise we are going to be making it from start to finish together, and I'll walk you through each step. So let's get into it. You're gonna need two slices of bread, one ripe avocado, one can of tuna, a lemon, and salt and pepper. I like using kosher salt and freshly ground black pepper. Whatever you have around is gonna be totally okay here. The first thing we're gonna do is toast our toast. So this recipe I find is really nice with something very grainy, very seedy, very hearty. True to form, I'm not fully following my own recipe. Instead of sliced bread, I am using an English muffin. I love English muffins. I love how tangy and sour and chewy they are. And my freezer is truly never without them. So I am going to grab an English muffin from the freezer, give it a partial thaw in the microwave. I am grabbing a fork. And I am breaking apart my English muffin. When I was growing up, my mom was definitely the cook of the house, but my dad did teach me the occasional nugget of cooking knowledge. And one of those life skills that he taught me is that you should never, never cut an English muffin with a bread knife. Always break it apart with a fork so that it has that kind of nooks, crannies, irregular craggy surface this makes it so much better for toasting now that i have it in half i am going to drop it in the toaster i am grabbing my avocado and my knife and we are officially at the scary portion of this recipe so i say scary because i live with a person who is truly terrified of cutting and pitting an avocado Justin, I'm sorry. I hope you don't mind me telling everyone this. It's very relatable. I'm not sure if you listening have fallen into an avocado hand internet hole like my husband and I have, but basically it's this infamous injury where you're trying to get the avocado pit out. And you know, you do that thing where you hit it with your knife and you pull upward. But instead of hitting the pit with your knife, you know you end up cutting your hand avocado hand it's not good um, and it haunts Justin so I'm always the one to break down avocados in our house just right now I am cutting it lengthwise fortunately our staff writer at food 52 Kelly Vaughn she recently wrote about this really smart cool hack and it changed the way I look at avocados forever. So she learned it from a sushi chef and TikTok user, underscore, my name is Cho. Instead of whacking the pit with a knife, I am putting my index finger and middle finger to the left and right of the pit. I'm putting my thumb of that same hand under the pit so it's touching the avocado skin. You got it? Okay, now I am pressing my thumb upward. And that's it. The pit just pops right out. No knife was involved at this step. Even Justin can do it. (laughs) Again, I'm sorry, Justin. Nothing personal. Now I have my avocado. Pit is gone. And what I like to do here is have each half. So some people remove the flesh of an avocado with a spoon. That works, but I find if you get the pitted avocado into quarters and it is like perfectly ripe, you can just peel the skin away. I like this a little bit better than the spoon method because you lose a little bit less flesh. I'm just peeling away the skin from each of my avocado quarters and I am going to dump these into a bowl. Onto the tuna. So the recipe calls for a five ounce can of oil-packed tuna. Personally, I like oil-packed over water-packed. I find the flavor butterier, meatier, just kind of all around a little bit bigger, which is all what big little recipes are about, kind of getting the most bang for your buck, whatever ingredient you're picking. But like every part of this big little recipe, this is really flexible. And once again, I am not totally following my own cookbook. This is what I hope you will do with the cookbook too. Make it your own, take a few detours along the way. Today, instead of a five ounce can of oil packed tuna, I just happen to have this wild caught smoked tuna from a California brand called Fishwife. It is crazy good. So good that I would eat it straight from the can and sometimes do. But today we are going to be putting it toward toast. So I'm just going to open it up. So this happens every time I open a can of tuna. My cat wakes up from whenever she was sleeping, trots into the kitchen, and tells me that she would like some tuna too, please. If you haven't met my cat yet, she loves making appearances on our YouTube channel. Her name is Butter. She is an all-gray cat that we found at a shelter in North Carolina. Mm Mm-hmm, and like all cats, she feels very passionately about tinned seafood. She's not picky. Anytime a can is out, she wants a part of it. It's actually gotten to the point where she doesn't distinguish between cans, period. So I eat chickpeas constantly, and anytime I'm opening a can of chickpeas, butter also appears thinking that it's tinned fish, even though it's a bean. I'm not really sure what to do with that anymore. I don't think that she would like chickpeas. All right, my can is open. My cat is rubbing against my legs very excitedly, and I am just fleeking the tuna into the bowl with the avocado. Now, if your can has a little bit of liquid in it, like mine does, You have a few options here. You can, if you like the taste of it, you can dump a little bit in the bowl to add a little bit more flavor and moisture to your mixture. You can toss in the trash if you don't want anything to do with it, or if you are feeling incredibly kind and this is the sort of thing that's good with your pet and your veterinarian, you could put a little splash of the tuna liquid in a bowl and give it to your cat who keeps rubbing against your legs. That's what I'm gonna do. Now while she is having her treat, we can mix this up. So our tuna and avocado are in a bowl. Now I am grabbing a lemon from the counter and I'm gonna have it and squeeze in some juice. So the recipe technically calls for one tablespoon of freshly squeezed lemon juice. I'm gonna squeeze in just a half of this lemon that I have here. Now, My husband, Justin, he loves having pre-squeezed lemon juice around for Cocktails. He really likes bourbon sours. This is not the place to use pre squeezed juice. It makes a huge difference to go with the lemon and it really just brightens up all those flavors from, you know, the buttery, rich avocado, the meaty tuna. The lemon makes a huge difference. And also, now that I have this other half, I'm going to slice it into wedges. And I'm just gonna put a couple of these next to my sandwich when I eat for even more of that sunny brightness. I'm adding a big pinch each of salt and pepper. Now in big little recipes we have a few ingredients that we call big little staples, which is to say we just assume that you have them on hand and we don't count them toward the recipe count. Salt and pepper are two of them. Also a cooking fat like oil or butter and water. Water is one of my all time favorite ingredients, even though a lot of people don't think of it technically like an ingredient. In the cookbook, there are tons of recipes that water makes all the difference in. Today, we're just leaning on the salt and pepper. We don't even need any oil. A lot of avocado toast, add in olive oil for flavor, but thanks to the tuna, which has its own richness, we actually don't need it here. So my salt and pepper is in. I am just taking a fork, the same one I use to get the tuna out of the can, and I'm just mashing it up. So I kind of think of this as a middle ground between a classic avocado toast and a tuna salad sandwich. Tuna, you would normally have like a mayonnaise as your fat, but avocado, it turns out, is a perfect substitute. It is so fatty in itself. And when you mash the two together, you end up with this tuna salad-like mixture, but it's mostly avocado. So I am at the most important part of this recipe, but also basically any recipe that I write, which is tasting. So I'm gonna give this mixture a little try. Mm. Okay, this is so good, but like most cases, I think I need a little bit more of two things. The first one is salt. So I'm just gonna add the tiniest pinch on top. And the second is acidity. So I'm gonna take one of those lemon wedges. I'm gonna squeeze in a tiny bit more lemon. And you know what? While we're at it, I'm gonna add a little bit of pepper too. Why not? I'm gonna give this another mix. And I'm gonna give it another try. Mm. That is perfect. It is so hearty and filling and satisfying from the avocado and the canned tuna it adds so much umami and depth. This is a perfect lunch when it's 2 p.m and I realize oh wait, I don't I didn't eat lunch and I have a meeting really soon so we need to whip up something really quickly. This is perfect. Mm, That's so good. I could eat it all with a fork right now But we are going to go back to the toaster and check in on our English muffin. My English muffin is Crispy, but let's be real. It's not crispy enough. It almost never is So I am going to drop it back down into the toaster and we're gonna get it even crispier This is Perfect, Extra crispy English muffin. I'm going to let my English muffin cool for a few minutes. I'm one of those people who doesn't want my avocado toast to be warm in just about any way. So I'm sticking this on a plate, going to give it some time to itself. And in the meantime, I can tell you all about my cookbook. So big little recipes started as a column all about dishes with five ingredients or fewer so like I told you earlier five ingredients we're not talking about salt pepper oil butter water those we're hoping you have around on hand but besides that any dish in the column or book you only need a handful of ingredients so this means less shopping less running out to the grocery store to get that one thing that you just happen to not have. I do this all the time. My hope with the column is that you can work with what you have around a little bit more and also make ingredients work harder for you instead of you working harder for them. So sometimes that means stretching an ingredient for all it's worth, like radishes. You have the radishes, you also have their tops. If you have garlic, Why not use a ton of garlic and make it the star of the show? Or in a recipe like this avocado toast, call in something that has like a a massive personality, something that is going to steal the show, but in a good way. So avocado on toast, really, really good. But then you add a can of tuna that you love eating and all of a sudden the dish feels bigger, more special, more repeat worthy something that feels like you added a lot to it but you actually just added one ingredient now my english muffin is cooled down we are ready to pile our avocado tuna mixture on top now depending on the size of your avocado you might have a little bit of extra mixture after you top your toasts i found this is a very good thing you can pop it in the fridge eat it later with a couple crackers you could also put it on maybe even another slice of toast and give it to a friend. Now, my toasts are absolutely mounded with this tuna avocado. To finish it off, I am going to do another pinch of salt. Trust me, it's gonna help. If you have flaky salt around, all the better. It'll give a little crunch on top. I'm gonna do another tiny little pinch of pepper I like the heat now if you have a pepper mill this would be a perfect time to use it what I do is I just grind up peppercorns in a little coffee grinder then put them in a tiny little jar and refill it as soon as it's empty and a squeeze of lemon for just that hit of acidity as soon as you take a bite now we gotta try it mmm This is so yummy and so filling. I love that it takes me minutes to pull together. Once you make it once, you're never gonna have to look at the recipe ever again. And that's perfect because you can make it on a whim when you have absolutely no time to throw together breakfast or lunch or honestly even dinner. Thanks for making tuna avocado toast with me. I hope it becomes an on-a-whim staple for you like it has for me. And come say hi to me on Food52 and stay tuned for my cookbook, Big Little Recipes, which is available for pre-order right now and out anywhere you would buy books on October 26th. And don't be a stranger here either. Come back soon for another Play Me a Recipe.